What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So a new month is upon us. Let's take a look at what's going on right now. Of course, we have the All-Star break right around the corner. We have the All-Stars, which have been announced. We're going to talk about that. We have a month which just closed, some historic things that happened there. A lot to cover. A lot to cover. So let's let's start with the All-Star voting results. So the All-Star game is going to be Tuesday, July 11th in Seattle. And the the starters have been announced. The starters have been announced for both sides. So we had Ronald Acuna Jr. and Shohei Otani get in as, you know, they were early. They were the leading vote getters in their respective leagues. But to round out the field, let's talk about who's in the All-Star game. So at catcher, we'll start with the National League. At catcher, you have Sean Murphy, first base Freddie Freeman, second base Luis Arias, Third base, Nolan Arenado. Shortstop, Orlando Arcia. DH, J.D. Martinez. In the outfield, you have Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, and Corbin Carroll. These are the starters for the National League. In the American League, at catcher, you have Jonah Heim. At first base, you have Yandy Diaz. Second base, Marcus Semien. Third base, Josh Young. Shortstop, Corey Seager. Designated hitter, Shohei Otani. And outfield, you have Mike Trout, Randy Rosarena, and Aaron Judge. So if you look at these lists, you'll notice something. I mean, you have the Rangers leading the group of starters with four. Four starters among the Rangers. I mean, that infield is just everywhere except first base is a Texas Ranger. So that's... A testament to the kind of baseball they've been playing. A testament to the kind of season they've had. Jonah Heim also catching behind the plate. You have a lot of first-timers on this list as well. For example, Yandy Diaz at first base. His first ever selection to the All-Star game. Prior to 2023, Evan Longoria, Carl Crawford, and Corey Dickerson were the only raised position players to start an All-Star game. But now they're going to add two more with Yandy Diaz and Randy Rosarena. Both these guys won the fan vote. I mean, Diaz has helped post, helped the race post MLB's best record this season, but he's hitting 322 with an AL leading 407 OBP, 12 homers in 68 games. Of course, you know, if you go to National League, Luis Arias, that's, that's no secret, no surprise to anyone that he was going to be the starting second baseman. Uh, he's flirting with 400. He's hitting 390 right now, but he became, oh, he's going to become the first Marlins second baseman to start an all-star game. And, you know, any other surprises? I guess in the National League, you have Orlando Arcia as shortstop for the Braves. So, you know, in a league with established shortstops such as Francisco Lindor, Xander Bogarts, Trey Turner, Dansby Swanson, it's going to be Orlando Arcia getting the starting nod for the National League All-Star team. And he's earned it. He's earned it here in the first over 59 games for the Braves. So, yeah, I mean, those are the starters as far as, you know, the the reserves. Those haven't been announced yet, so we'll have to, you know, we'll have to wait a little bit just until Sunday when we find out about the pitchers and reserve position players for both teams. But you know, that's going to be determined by player ballot and selections made by the commissioner's office. So the fan vote is done. The remaining players are going to be dictated by the major leaguers themselves and the commissioner's office. So that's what, what's coming up with All-Star break. As far as a home run derby, we have three confirmed participants. So J-Rod, 
already announced he was going to participate about a week ago. But now we have Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who's joined him, and Mookie Betts. That's an interesting one. Mookie Betts is going to put his name in in the in the ring, so to speak, and he's going to be in the home run derby. I mean, he says it's one of those things you got to do. I mean, Mookie's done everything else in his career, all-stars, multiple World Series championships, and MVP. So doing the home run derby is just one of those things he's going to do because he can look back on it at the end of his career, and it's just one of those things. But so far, we have three. Um, it's, it's a good field so far. I mean, obviously, safe, safe go, not safe go field. T-Mobile Park now in Seattle is a, is a, is a good place for a home run derby. I think it's a pretty even ballpark. I wouldn't say it's a hitter's ballpark or a pitcher's ballpark. It's just, it's pretty even. So it doesn't necessarily favor lefties or righties more. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. On the trade front. The Texas Rangers have opened the trade deadline season early this year. They have traded for reliever Aroldis Chapman. They announced this on Friday afternoon. They sent lefty Cole Reagans and minor league outfielder Roni Cabrera to Kansas City in return. So Chapman has had a bit of a renaissance this year with the Kansas City Royals. Pitching a lot better than he did when he was with the Yankees, for example. And the Rangers are having a renaissance this year. They're in the playoffs. Playoff picture. They're going to be in the playoffs. I mean, if, if they, unless they just melt down. Or the second half, which I don't think they will. But they're competitive this year. So they went out and got Aroldis Chapman. And yeah, I mean, what we are seeing is a pitcher who's back to the way he pitched a couple years ago. He's converted, you know, 88.8% of his saves in his career. But this year specifically, you know, this year specifically, he's four and two with two saves and a 2.45 ERA. He's not necessarily a closer only. But he's made 31 relief appearances for the Royals and struck out 43% of batters he's faced. He ranks top among AR relievers in strikeouts, OPS against, and batting average against. So he's been lights out of the pen. Been an outstanding reliever for the American League. So that's what we're going to see in Arlington, Texas. A role as Chapman at Texas Ranger now. We'll go through some, we'll go through some highlights. So going to Pittsburgh. Not your usual walk-off, but the Pittsburgh Pirates get a walk-off home run from Carlos Santana. Bottom of the ninth, they were down one run, and he hits a walk-off two-run homer against the Milwaukee Brewers. And a great night at Pittsburgh, they're wearing their City Connect jerseys, and he does a little dance at home plate. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do a nice dance at home plate when you hit a walk-off homer? Big ups to Carlos Santana. Hits it out deep to right field, and the Pittsburgh Pirates are are, are winners. So it's been a up and down year in Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, if you go back to June 11, three weeks ago, they were in first place in the NL Central, but then they proceeded to be swept by the Cubs at Wrigley Field, swept by these same Brewers in Milwaukee, swept again by the Cubs at home in Pittsburgh, and then they lost three or four to the Marlins at Lone Depot Park. So in two weeks, they went from four games over 500 to six games under. But over the past couple of days, they've crawled back towards a four and a half game. You know, they're now four and a half games back in the division race. So they, they're still, they still have life. Uh, they still have life, but you know, things, it, it was a rough second half of June for them. Let's just say that. So hopefully, uh, you know, they end, they end June with that walk-off home run. Hopefully July can be a better month for them. 
We'll go north of the border to Canada in Toronto where the Red Sox were visiting the Blue Jays. And the Red Sox ended up snapping their skid. You know, they had been losing a lot, having a lot of offensive struggles. They had a 5 nothing win over the Blue Jays on Friday night. Justin Turner, Jaron Duran, Masataka Yoshida all homered in a much-needed offensive surge. And just as importantly, James Paxton was on the mound. He looked really good. You know, he is Canadian, so in his home country. Big Maple, as they call him, was outstanding for the Red Sox. I mean, he has not been healthy for 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 most of his career honestly uh, but seven and two-thirds innings of scoreless ball in his home country yeah that's that's gonna be that's gonna be much welcome for the Red Sox so Red Sox get a five nothing win over the Blue Jays the Braves close out June with a record-setting power display and a blowout win so Matt Olson enjoyed his latest two homer game the Braves tallied another five run first for first inning in their way to Increasing the NL East lead. They had a 16-4 win over the Marlins on Friday night. Just power. Power surge. So two homers from Matt Olsen. Austin Riley homers. Ronald Acuna Jr. homers. Eddie Rosario homers. Sean Murphy homered. I mean, it was just home run derby. Early home run derby. So Matt Olsen hit a team-high nine homers in June. He now leads the National League with 28 homers, two behind Shohei Otani's MLB lead. Otani hit his 30th home run on Friday. He now has 30 home runs before the break. What are we looking at here, guys? What are we looking at here? I know we've, I know we've seen players do that before, 30 home runs before the break, but we are right around the, I think, are we at the midway mark in terms of games played? Let me look that up real quick. So, looks like... Okay, doing some quick math here. Yeah, exactly at the midway mark. 81 games because the Braves are 54 and 27. 54 plus 27 is indeed 81. 81 is half of 162. So at the midway midway mark of the season, for most teams, I've played about 81 games. Shohei Otani has 30 home runs. So he's that means, yes, ladies and gentlemen, he's on pace for 60 home runs. But of course... We don't know if that's going to happen because that's a tall task and being on pace for something halfway through the season is not necessarily the same as uh, actually doing that. Because you got to stay healthy. You got to keep producing. But we know Otani can do it because we're talking about a former MVP. We're talking about a guy who's on his third straight year of doing things just like this. So why not him? We'll go to Cincinnati where the Reds walked it off. Matt McClain was was key in this one with a game-tying two-run homer in extras. Rookie power has been the theme here for the Cincinnati Reds this season. So Matt McClain hit a game-tying homer in the bottom of the 10th. Ellie De La Cruz tied the game a second time in the 11th with an RBI double. Spencer Steer won it after De La Cruz was out of the plate, but Spencer Steer hit a walk-off two-run homer. So rookies are leading the charge for the Cincinnati Reds. It's been phenomenal. So, young, exciting ball club. That's that's that. So, that's going to do for today, folks. Those are our updates. Enjoy baseball this weekend. It is uh, a great weekend, middle of the season. Summer, what else is going on if you're not going to watch some baseball? You have, uh, you know, 4th of July coming up in a few days. That's also a baseball-esque holiday. But that's going to do for today. If you enjoyed this, 
Please share with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.